How to Create a Glitch Monologue Season 39 Chapter 4 This is Season 39 of How to Create a Glitch in the Matrix Monologues Episode 4. In this episode, we will be talking about the application of narrative to emotional calibration. In general, individuals travel along a linear stream, from their beginning to the end, calibrated to a particular era by emotional triggers and signposts. These signposts may be people, or particular narratives, or places or sounds, or even tastes or smells, but they all link you to a given point in your past. Now, in an integrated state, calibration largely works within the linear stream of your consciousness. If you are calibrated to a particular era, then you will recapitulate your thoughts, moods, and narratives of that era. Now, for the most part, people ultimately don't want to live in the past, repeating the same patterns that occurred during some earlier version. Thus, the recalibration of a person to a past self can be a rather frustrating experience. The emotional calibration of an individual is personalized by their exposure to artifacts, signposts and connections of an earlier era. Which is to say, that people can spontaneously enter your life after being out of it for some time, recapitulating your emotional struggles of that earlier period but it can also be directed, somewhat intentionally by our consumption choices. For example, a person who constantly listens to the music they liked when they were 18 is calibrating themselves to that era, and by extension, those around them. Just as a person who listens to modern popular music is drawing the people around them forward. There are many reasons that people recapitulate eras in the past through their consumption choices, but the most common is decided by the associated emotions brought out by those choices. A person who prefers sad music they enjoyed when they were sad is drawing out those memories whether consciously or unconsciously. Now, since we know that multipolar relationships entail repeated meetings separated by time, we can say that these relationships are rather like the hands of a clock. For example, suppose person A and person B saw each other on Monday. On Monday, person A was thinking about basketball. Now, the following week, on a Friday, person A and B encounter each other again. Person A suddenly finds themselves thinking about basketball again, even though they haven't thought of it for over a week. Thus, relative to person B the last week and four days are effectively nothing, due to the encounter between person A and B on the following Friday. The point is, the frequency with which we see each other, determines the calibrative effect in terms of time. But the opposite is also true. If 10 years ago, we were Christian and 10 years later, we suddenly return to the fold, after 10 years of being atheist, that choice will draw people into our life which recapitulates the thought processes, memories and behaviors of the preceding era. The calibration effect works both ways. Now, why is this important? because the shifts in our self-image are determined by how we are calibrated and to what time. Our deliberate consumption choices can ensure that we never escape our past, as surely as we are to repeat it. Habit-breaking and creating discontinuities is about escaping this cycling of our consciousness through the decades behind us. It is about stepping into new territory, new ground, new experiences, which is only possible if we escape our comfort zone and reject the memories that haunt us. That's the end of the podcast for today. If you enjoyed it, please like, comment and subscribe.